and welcome to this podcast with the Pro Detailer Magazine crew. We are back and we have yet another celebrity guest. I keep saying this, but but it's true. It's what we do now. We lure unsuspecting people into our little hovel and shove a microphone in their face and tell them to talk. Um, and today, in fact, uh, the sucker, no, sorry, the guest is um, Josh. Say hello, Josh. Hi. Um, now, Josh is from Nanlex, and you're an Englishman living in Germany. That's right, yep. It's a police uh, song. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that. I was thinking that. We are also joined by Ian for the odd sarcastic comment now and then. And a very odd sarcastic comment. <laughs> Um, and uh, you must excuse me, I'm a little bit cold at the moment, but definitely checked it's not COVID. So if I'm just deep, gravelly and sexy, that's that's just the, the syphilis. Um, so, um, Josh, you are on your UK tour. Yes, that's right. Uh, now, you were born and bred in Somerset. That's right, yep. You can't um, say Somerset without the accent, can you? It's- I, well, you can, because you said it normally. What, and I, Somerset? Yeah, and I was in my head just going Somerset and then starting to quote Hot Files and all that. Is it Hot Files? So I can't yeah, say Bristol without yeah. going, here. <laughs> That's true. And I just keep calling it Bristol. I lived there for three years. Suddenly, I'm, you know, just like permanently Bristol. But anyway, um, and you, how long have you been back in the UK for? Um, been in the UK for around about a week at the moment. Okay, um, Been doing a, a, as you say, a little tour around uh, Enthusiast Day, a couple of uh, new detailers to look at. Um, and then finishing off tomorrow with a approved detail, a refresher at uh, Pete from Design by Detail. Yes, just down from us. In fact, he's along yep. the M4. Um, in fact, we, we've got to get Pete on a podcast. He constantly well, you're supposed to be on one. last week, but you didn't actually read a message from him. Yes, no, I, I, that <laughs> failed miserably. Um, but we will we will get Pete on because he's he's an interesting chap. Um, but in terms of your role, let's let's sort of cycle back in the mists yep. of time. We need a sound effect for the mists of time. We've got a sound effect for the mists of time. <laughs> There we go. Okay, so we're now uh, we're now in the nineties, eighties, eighties. Born 80s, in the eighties, eighties. Yep. Oh, yep. same. That's good. Good decade to be yep. born in um, by our standards. Um, and you grew up in in um, as we said Somerset, but you were um, into cleaning cars from dot, really, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. If I um, asked my parents, I was probably outside with a bucket and a mop. Mm-hmm. on my mother's MG Metro. When you say mop, do you mean machine-operated polisher or do you mean no, mop, I mean for mop for the floors? Oh, yep. okay. So 1984 mop for the floors was being used on the... On the Metro. That would be single-stage paint, though. So, yeah, you know. yeah, and it was black, With, the, with so. the metal collar on there as well. Yeah, I yeah, expect no, so, yeah. 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 <laughs> so that's, that's where it all started for myself. And obviously through the years, the process changed a little bit. Just a bit, um, yeah. It's, now you can use a squeegee. That's it, yeah. that's it. And sort of 2004, uh, picked up my first machine polisher, which was a sort of the DAS 6 Meguiar's, um, mm-hmm. whatever it was called. A, VF, a V220? VX, yeah, the v, I think it was a VX2. What was that? The, the, no, VX was an Astra, wasn't it? it was no, that's a, a VXR. Yeah, no, it's a VX220. Yeah. Or is it V220? Or is that the old one? Or is it a, v- a 220 V2? Oh, it doesn't matter. Okay, a, a DA made by... It's Max. all the yep. same in the catalogue. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, so that's, that's, that's what I started on. It would be a case in the English weather, polishing a panel, it would start to rain, you'd go back in, mm-hmm. um, come back out another couple of hours there and do the next panel, and, and that's how i complete the car. Um, progressed like, like that, and then, yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously moved to Germany six and a half years ago, um, and I've been with Nanalex for two and a half. So um, you moved, I mean, what's what's interesting is we quite often, when we talk to people who come from manufacturers, they are effectively salespeople, or they are, you know, that that, that detailing is just what they do, it's not their passion, but yeah. you actually genuinely, like, yeah, it um, runs through your veins. Yeah, if, if, if I sort of go back to it, I was employed originally by Nanalex as the in-house detailer, mm-hmm. um, and it's sort of through the, the progression that it's now 
come down to doing the trainings and things like that on top. Yeah. Um, I've been lucky enough to go to Dubai, yeah, Thailand. You, I, I had um, a bit of a Facebook stalk, so. um, as is my one. And uh, you have, you're probably the best travelled person in detailing that I know, really. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, not not bad considering it. I've, I've been working for I think it was what two weeks, mm-hmm. um, washing the or yeah prepping the first car that I had to do. And Florian came down and he was sort of having a chat with me, and I was concentrating on what I was doing. He said, "Oh, I need someone to come with me to Dubai. Do you want to come?" Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, "I'm sure he just said to want to go to Dubai." So I said, <laughs> "Can you just say that again?" So I then texted my wife and I said. Um, Yes. I'm yeah. going to Dubai next yeah. month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Sort of a five-day trip to Dubai with our, our importer in, in Dubai. And Wow, does Florin fly first class? No, it, we, we fly... Coach? Not coach, it's a but sort of... In the middle. Class. Yeah. yeah, over the wings. Yeah, yeah. so... <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, that's it's been, it's been, it's been interesting. As I said, and then, uh, Thailand was also a approved detailer day and enthusiast day, so... So that's, which, how big are these markets for you? Dubai, Thailand, are they significant? Or? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're obviously worldwide mm-hmm. um, as a brand. Um, and yeah, they are very significant. So. Yeah. And are the products unique and tweaked to the local market as well? No. No, not for no. you? Um, something like Max, so the, the coating Max is a product which lends itself towards warmer countries and things mm-hmm. like that because of the, the way it flashes off. But actually the products aren't. As a as an analytics product, they are all the same. Okay, um, I, know, I know when we went to see Raw Polish a few weeks back. Now, I mean, we'd be recording this at the end of October, aren't we? It was over a month ago. Uh, yeah, it was about a month ago now. Um, and they were saying that so many of their their product lines are slightly different name because they they do tailor uh, polishes and things like that to to different climates, different countries. So it should. <laughs> no, it's, mm. it's if if someone goes down the route of having sort of private label, white label product, then they can adjust everything that they need to with, with let's say with coatings, you can adjust the flash time, you can adjust the working time mm-hmm. um, and everything that they need to do with it. So, Well, speaking of private labels, we're going to come on to that in a bit in the future because obviously yep. Nanolex, we asked, well, you, we were kind of guessing that about 70% odd of, of Nanolex's output is actually under different brands that no one's allowed to talk about, yep. um, which is an interesting topic and, and certainly one that a lot of, Genuine manufacturers, and I say manufacturers rather than brands, are um, kind of rely on actually for the bread and butter, and that allows them to create the kind of direct to market pretty stuff. Yep. Um, so from Dubai, Thailand, Teesside last week. Yep. So that was kind of exciting. Was that? Um, <laughs> we're going to Teesside on Monday. <laughs> yeah. No, we're going to Teesside on Sunday. Oh, yeah. 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 We're giving up a Sunday in order to get up to be able to do a day talking about graphene, which is yeah. going to be fun. Um, and. Um, your, how, I mean, how often are you going to be coming to the UK, do you reckon? I'm look, looking at coming over three times a year, mm-hmm. sort of throughout the year. Um, it could very well be four or five times, depending on if we can get more bits and pieces in or shows, et cetera, that we can go to to assist um, mm-hmm. our importer of Ultimate Finish to actually like assist them at shows and things like that. Give so, it some G. I mean, yeah. that, that's the thing with Nanolex. I've always felt it's really strong brand in terms of in, in terms of the products themselves. I haven't ever said, oh, Nanolex, that's rubbish products. Never heard that. Yep. But at the same time, it's not at the forefront of everything from a, from a kind of awareness point of view. It hasn't always been up there. So no, no. having, you know, and increasing the um, uh, accredited network and building that up and getting through at Ultimate Finish, we've got obviously some big news with yep. them. Um, we're kind of giving the game away slightly, but they are now the exclusive importers for Nanolex. Aren't they? Yes, uh, and they're also managing the accreditation. So those wanting to get Nanolexed 
app and yep. become accredited, uh, basically apply to uh, Ultimate Finish. Yep. On, the, on their website, they've got a form. Um, you can apply for the, follow the criteria. That will then get sent to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll be in contact with the people who, and you get who are there. And then we can sort out bits and pieces and dates, times cool. Um, cool. to get trainings done. So. Well, one thing I want to touch on is also now you're an Englishman in Germany, as we've established, yep. and uh, you're into detailing big time when you're in the UK, and then you moved over to Germany, not for a detailing job. You were, you were building saucepans and Fords. Yes, that's correct. I, um, I'm really good at stalking. I, I, you know? I, I go slightly, slightly out of the way, but um, they say in, in Saarland, where, we, where my wife's from, is that anyone who leaves Saarland... Oh, you married into Germany as well? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyone who leaves Saarland goes back. So... Um, long story short, my wife came over to learn English better mm-hmm. for a year. 13 years later, she was still here. We were married and daughter was on the way. So we decided it was time to, to go back. To go back. And I'd always said, I'd, or sat down at half past two in the morning after our wedding in Germany. I said, I can live here. It's, it's so <laughs> chilled. It's so relaxed. And that's sort of where it started. So it was more my wanting to move over than, than, her. than my wife to move back. So, yeah. yeah. Well, um, I, I, Germany is, of all the countries we've visited, it's the most, I think it's the most comfortable with it. I mean, Italy's prettier and it's got pros and cons. France is, I can actually It's got the most language. similarities to the UK without any of the, let's face it, some downs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although we only get to go to the sexy parts of Germany. We, we haven't exactly been to the Far East and the kind of the slightly, I mean, I've driven Leipzig, actually Leipzig's lovely, but um, I'd like around. to, I'd like to go to the, to like the, the, the foresty bits. Yes. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, is not, so not with you, far, so. not with me. No, I realise that. Yeah. No, the, but the Black Forest is only, uh, hour from us yeah so, yeah we, we drove through yeah. actually coming down to you and then um if you go down further you get munich and all of that jazz yeah. and langris yeah. and that's all lovely um but what i want to talk about specifically i keep on getting yeah. sidetracked yeah. but is when you got to germany originally and you weren't um rubbing cars from analex yep. you um said because of the rules out there you basically it was illegal to, it's illegal to wash your own car at home yep unless yeah unless you've got specific drainage or is it just illegal no for it's, it's it's illegal you can you can wash it with just pure water. Okay. Um, but you cannot use any products. You cannot, yeah. Um, there's also the other thing, you can't wash your car on a Sunday. <laughs> why, why is that? Well, you can't do anything on a Sunday in Germany. Is that religious or? It's, I think it probably stems from religious side of things, but it's... It's, um, it's like Sundays, most, most places on the continent, to be fair. Sunday and, yeah. and bank okay. holidays are still a classed as a day of rest or a rest day. Oh, it's a legal thing. Because, I, yeah, I have seen it rest in Europe. I just presume they were lazy. But, but it's, it's so Sundays, Sundays you can't hoover, oh. you can't cut your grass. You, you can't, can't hoover your house on no, a Sunday. Because no, it's classed as too loud. Blooming hell. We're obviously, realize. we're quite lucky where we are. Our neighbours don't really say a lot, so we do get round and hoover the we house. Quietly whip the Dyson out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you can't, you what, can't. What about there. one of those, uh, the, the roller hoovers that your nan used you to probably, have? Yeah, you, you can, you, you can use those. one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where, where's the limit? Well, is there a German official standing we, outside um, with a decibel meter? We, we, just, we just stick our robot on and let him do the hoovering. Yes. So, um, it's a lot easier. Oh, what, rules are different for him, are they? It's, yeah. a, it's yeah, AI. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's, there's no control over AI. <laughs> Soon they will rise up and take it. But, so, yeah. but this this environment, and I can see it's probably quite healthy. I mean, like in France, I think they were having some rules about you're not allowed to get, your boss isn't allowed to send you work You can't emails, work after six o'clock. Which is ridiculous. I mean, we do some of our best work after six o'clock. Um, yep. as humans, I think. I mean, it's just down to the, the, the level, level of work we do before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's scaling here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's by the time we've sobered up. Um, but how do you think, because I have met um, enthusiast detailers and professional detailers in Germany, yep. but the enthusiast ones always seem to be, how do I put this, very well-to-do with very large 
uh, detached houses slash castles. I wonder if you're going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that well. Um, <laughs> killed my friend. Um, and, and, and this is suddenly all making more sense because if you've got a big estate and, and stuff like that, and guns are legal over in Germany, of course, so I imagine if you've got a big estate, you just wash your car and if anybody complains about them, you, you probably shoot them or something. When you- yeah, I think, obviously not, not knowing it 100%, but I think that... Thailand, where we are, um, is a little bit less strict with mm-hmm. all these rules. So I, I haven't spoken to a few police officers. Um, How did that come about? They, <laughs> the one of them is uh, my daughter's best friend's father. So, oh, okay. um, so I've managed to sort of ask him a few few questions. And But no, he's just less likely in Thailand to do it. But if you go somewhere else, you've got obviously bigger issues. Yeah. Um, where, the, where you do get your, your neighbours will phone up the police and say... Uh, <laughs> he's out there washing his car God, so, report it on shooting Facebook. his gun on a Sunday <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly um, so it's also it was a question that, or a com- no, a question that came up at the um, enthusiast day that I did recently is do we have many of the, the Eastern European car washes yeah and that's something we don't have because they need to have the proper drainage and they need to have the proper way to get rid of the water we don't have that it's weird because it's a I mean, pop up in Germany. They're cracking down here for various reasons, like the slavery and all the rest of it. But uh, one thing is, uh, it, it was very easy not that long ago to get your local one shut down by reporting the council for it, breach of drainage and all the rest of it. Um, but now they're all setting up an old petrol station because there are so many petrol yep. stations gotten bust. They've already got the drainage in there anyway because they're yep. dealing with difficult solvents and, and petrol, obviously. Um, uh, but in Germany, I'm, I imagine there's more legislation than just drainage. It must be yeah. quite complex. Yeah, and this, it goes down to you then have, let's say, purpose-built car washes. Um, you've obviously got the automatic car washes where you drive through like you have here in England. Yeah. Um, and you'd probably have one sort of jet wash on the side that you can jet wash it yourself. When in Germany, you'd have your, your purpose-built car wash where you drive through, and then you'd have maybe five or six chaps so, no sort of jet wash areas where you can oh, okay. then wash your car yourself but it's all enclosed mm-hmm. um and it's i'll say normally a better quality of product mm-hmm. which is in there and you've got your snow foams which you can get out of the um direct out of the, oh, out, the, out, out of the nozzle yeah. Yeah. yeah so um yeah it's a it's a it's a higher step so you've you haven't got this sort of let's say the the, the cheap five pound car washes gotcha yeah um it, it doesn't sound i mean very efficient Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, Environmentally, it's brilliant and very German. Yep. Is it fun? I mean, can you go and, and like put some music on and have a little dance and, and, and no, do not it really. in a skirt or something? And like officially, you can't take your Sunday. own products. Yeah, not on a Sunday. <laughs> on a Sunday, they're shut. <laughs> <laughs> I just the image just sitting very still in their living room on a yeah. Sunday, just looking at the wall. There's <laughs> <laughs> just this big list when you went to Mama, Germany, what you're not allowed to do. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah it's, 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 you, can't, you can't obviously take your own products in. Um, yeah, and you're not supposed to take your own buckets. Is that was, not like going to a nightclub though, and you quietly secrete the vodka down your trousers? Well, I I hold my hand up, and I never did that with vodka down my trousers. Is secrete no. the right word? Secrete? I don't know. It's it, like it, there's a sound effect for I taking think, it out again, but I think of secrete as in something <laughs> oozing. No, well, Which, well, it could. If it's vodka in your trousers, not ideal. Okay, well, I'll, 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 I'll contact the OED and just send them some pictures and say, would you describe this as secretion or as, <laughs> as obfuscation or what, what you want to kind of tie that to? Yeah, he's sending us letters again. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, and what, what's interesting is how does this change the enthusiast scene in Germany? Because there is obviously an enthusiast scene, and we've got uh, our partners, obviously Auto Le Caffen and stuff like that, have a huge following. Yep. Um, and um, you know, we get magazine sales in Germany pretty strong, and we get quite a lot of interaction from Germans on, on the magazine. So where, where, where do people do it? I know in Holland, they have these sort of, you can rent a barn and lots of enthusiasts get together and they park their cars in there. They play music. Cause I've been to one of these, they even have a bar in one of them and you basically just polish your car together in Germany. What, what, if you, if you really want to wash a car and you can't do it at home and you can't do it to any sort of great extent at a, at a kind of a drive-through car wash, what, what the hell can you do? Do you just watch YouTube and, and take drugs to make it feel like you're actually I doing think, it? I think a lot of them use the, the car wash stage. They'll meet up. Mm-hmm. So they meet up, four or five of them. Down the car wash. Down the car wash. And they'll, they did a song about that too. They'll wash one car or, or one more than wash and they come back and start drying it off and they'll have their sort of... Their meet and Their greet. meet and greet and everything. And then they'll slowly go through the time of, of washing their cars, so... And how does that work with machine polishing and stuff like that? I mean, machine polishing, I think that's again that's, that then comes back to being back at home, and hopefully oh. that you've not got a long journey. I was lucky that before I started working at Analex, the car wash that was nearest to me was half a half a kilometre. Mm-hmm. So, so I could a, wash water, it and dry a waterless it and wash product is quite popular in Germany. Then the sort of the spray white. <laughs> no, I'd say probably most of them. Obviously, you've got your enthusiasts, but the majority of Germans will go and do the drive-through car wash. And they'll do that weekly. Uh-huh. Is there a rule? There, in some places, there's a rule you have to have a clean car. Most of it are dictator states, and they that, don't really I look about. I can't tell you. That was that's something new to me. If it is, yeah, no, it's somewhere like Kazakhstan or something. There's some rule where your car has to be clean if it's driving through the capital city for for fear of national okay. shame. But I was just, you know, I wouldn't put past anything in Germany now. I mean, heard this, but yeah. So they they wash it because, and they, they do like a clean car in Germany, don't they? Yeah, I mean, it's before I went to Germany, I, my mother bought me a book about how to live in Germany, and this sort of <laughs> you, this, you sort of read don't through it. The war. Well, you sort of read through it, and you're sort of looking and thinking the Germans are very particular and they like clean cars. Well, mm. maybe it's just my wife's family, but they've never had any sort of care for cars at all. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's there, I would say the general consensus is they there is always on a Saturday a queue to go oh. through the car wash, and it's not just two or three cars. You can be there for yeah. hours, an yeah. hour before you actually get through. And I wonder if it's I'm guessing the majority of that is just because they want a clean car, clean car, yeah. clean mind, not because yeah. they're kind of enjoying the process. No, just because they want it clean. Yeah. So how does that translate when you've got this German brand, which is used, it's been around, I mean, how long's Nanalex been uh, around 2007. For? So sort of a long time. Yep. Um, how does that translate to the UK where it is an enthusiast market? People do generally uh, enjoy touching cars and stuff like that, even yep. if it's just to escape the family for, for a couple of hours. Um, do you think... A couple. Uh, <laughs> it's normally a day for me. I was but... talking about the pre-wash. Um, <laughs> so I'm really slow, um, generally, and, and, and a pre-wash. Um, but... Uh, the, the question is: Is have, do you feel that uh, the German brands like like Nanlex, um, do they get enthusiast car polishing? Do they do they understand how the English and quite a few other markets, particularly the Americans and stuff, actually really enjoy doing their cars? Yes, for fun? I think I think so. Um, we see that with the with the, with the products we got. If you look back in two thousand and seven, when when Florian started, he mm. had four four products. Um, and we produce a product that works rather than producing four or five shampoos to in for different colours for the yeah. sake of it. We produce a shampoo that works. Um, and that's the thing. Every product with us has been tested for its 
desired purpose. Um, well, you'd imagine that, that. I mean, that sounds very sensible. Yep. I mean, those brands that, that create something and don't test it, I think, would be would, would not last very yep. long. But yep. but the idea of doing it for fun, um, detailing is an. Inter- it, it's, I don't know. It's an interesting concept. But speaking of fun, um, uh, a development happened last year, which is the Gear Collector. Now, am I yep. saying it right? Gear Collector. Ge- you what? Gear Collector. Okay, Gear Collector. Yep. That sounds like it's a, a, it's a drug same, wholesaler. It's the same as. Um, when when I sort of listening to podcasts and you've got uh, Koch Chemie, yes, we we have much fun with with yes, Koch Chemie, and, and and yeah, but lots of people don't say Koch; they will say Kosh or something else. They, so. they, to save their blushes. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm talking to the guy who used to import blushes. Rather, talking to the guy who used to import it, he went over there with his colleague, and this is this is Chris McDonald many years ago, and and he was saying how. They were insistent. It is cock. You must say cock. You cannot say cotch. And they were apparently struggling to hold it together. Yep. I'm going to go through and bleep all these out afterwards. <laughs> Spotify doesn't like that sort of language, doesn't he? <laughs> oh, okay. So, okay. So, yeah. And so, yeah, so um, the gear collector. Um, it was something we looked at him as a Instagram influencer um, with, I think, roughly million followers he's got a big following so so just to, to read everybody into this um nanlex bought out a new sub brand of products a sub range so to speak of products yep. that are uh, it's in partnership with in yep. unison with a uh social media fair uh, not we're not allowed to call them it's um with an influencer as you're saying yeah and the idea it, is he is this trying to be cool is that the thing no it's it's um he we obviously contacted him okay um First of all, just to do advertising, um, but he everything that you see in his garage is his, mm-hmm. um, and it's a fairly impressive. I've seen the videos. I've seen the videos, yep. and I've seen um, Florian was kind enough to send over all the uh, photo shoots for yep. stuff in the magazine. I got also all the raws and stuff like that. Yep. Quite a few behind the scenes. It was, it was hilarious. Yep. Fifty so, different photos of holding a bottle like this sort of thing. He knows he <laughs> knows what he's doing. Um, yeah. So it's everything that's, that you see in those video or videos, pictures. That's that's all his. Where did that come from? Is that all social media money? No, no. no it's from, from I believe from sort of his father and things like that, and, and um, previous sort of jobs and businesses and things like that. So okay. they've built it up over over a period of time, um, and he then wanted a product that he could use to actually clean his cars, mm-hmm. um, and that's where it came in. We then started with the four products for him to be able to. Um, sort of work, as you say, in partnership. He in, wants his own name on the label, so to yep. speak. Yeah, yep. And now it's more than four products, isn't it? Uh, four main products, and then there's a few other other bits that come alongside it. So yeah, yeah, yep. no, that's fine. And it's, it's interesting. I know a lot of um, car care companies sort of flirt with social media people, and I think in the early days, would you say? I mean, the likes of Rupes and stuff had. Would you call it? They're not really social media. They were kind of more product champions, detailers, ambassadors, are, ambassadors. Yes, they had um, Dirk do quite a lot over in over in uh, Germany, didn't they? Rupes? Yes. Yeah, and over here we have Paul, yeah. Paul D. Um, and um, who are the others? I mean, Flex have got Justina, mm-hmm. people like that. I mean, Flex. And Michael as well, who yeah. done now does a lot for Colour Lock as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's an interesting method. and But they've done this kind of, it's not, they're not all, they weren't 100% social media. They were just kind of detailers that people looked yeah. up to. You've gone kind of the other route and said, right, we just want to find the most popular, interesting guy on social media. Let's work with him. Is that working well? Is that yeah, I mean, the, the, the products are the products are going well. They are a good product. They're not, let's say they're not a complete copy of the Nanalix product. No. They are different. They have got different um, qualities and and. Bits that, that well, he wanted in particular in the in his products. Oh, okay. So it's got his influence. Because I can appreciate yep. it if they're different because they're kind of more enthusiastic and professional. Nanalex has obviously got a very professional leaning yep. 
but if they're actually to his specification, yep. that's kind of cool. So the, the, something like the shampoo is a it's sort of a wash and wax shampoo. So it's it's things that he wanted to have as a as a one step. Mm-hmm. Um, and is he? It, I, I can understand everybody in Germany has heard of him. I hate to say it, when I was told about it, I had to do some googling to find out who he was. But then I'm not very cool. You know, from, from what I believe, um, he has got a huge following in the UK. Has he? Yep. I was going to say, if it's a uh, German-only influencer selling home user products to a market that, that can't, can't use it, it's a little bit of a... Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's got a, 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 big, a big following over here. And, and Well, we're near Swindon, so I shall go to Swindon at some point and ask the youth and try not to get stabbed this time um, and, and see if they've heard. But I'm sure, I'm sure he's terribly, terribly cool. He's, he certainly looks like a very dynamic chap. Um, so um, we've got this trip here. What we're going to do now is we're going to take a little break. And then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the whole uh, ultimate finish connection and yep. the big news that we have in Analyx. Hello, everybody. I just wanted to let you know, particularly to our listeners in the Netherlands, in Holland, in Belgium, France, Germany, basically Europe, we have a distributor in the form of carcarenetherland.nl, uh, and they have the full range of pro detailer magazines available to order on their lovely website. And we're back. And the big news that we have been alluding to, non so subtly, for the first half of our little podcast uh, was about Ultimate Finish, now yes. the uh, exclusive importer of all Nanolex products and yep. goodliness to the UK. Yes. Not distributor, just importer. Importer. That's the important The important thing. The important thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, God. Um, so um, that means that they're the go-to point. But what I want to talk about is how um, the relationship between manufacturers and distributors slash importers um, is changing because not that long ago, I always felt at least, there was a discrepancy in terms of what resellers did for manufacturers. So resellers would take between 30 and 50 points and in return might make the odd Facebook post, buy a little bit of stock, but not huge amounts. You just kind of felt it was a slightly a one-way street. And having talked to a lot of resellers about this, obviously I've had to sort of sugarcoat it because yep. otherwise I you know, get a bit delicate about it. Um, but a lot of them saying is, well, why would I want to put lots of time, effort and money into promoting a brand that is sold through my competition and that could be taken from me at any moment? And you kind of understand that, actually. If I was, you know, heavily promoting Subarus and then the local Subaru dealer started selling them and Subaru said they'd no longer sell me their cars, um, I would be shafted, for want of a better word. Um, So in response to that, the way kind of manufacturers and resellers have kind of worked their way around this is these exclusive deals. And uh, Ian and I, before this, were just sort of chatting through which ones we know about. So, for example, Clean and Shiny have got Labo Cosmetica. Yep. I think there's a rag company connection there as mm-hmm. well. And Gion? Uh, no, Gion is Clean Your Car, isn't it? Because oh, that was with Polish. That's Polish Bliss. I, don't, I, don't slash- know. I, I, I thought that was going. That was uh, something that Clean Your that uh, Clean and Shiny were interested. I don't know. No, I, I think I mean they they sell Gion, but they they aren't the. I'm pretty sure they aren't the kind of the sole importer distributor or anything like that. Yes, yeah, I, I know Gion came down when when Polish Bliss. Moved or moved changed, yeah. yeah, somehow because amalgamated, amalgamated, and the, this and it's an interesting pattern because Clean Your Car is now very much an empire because Shop and Shine used to be independent. We went around there yep. as our very first car care adventure. In fact, on film was going to see Shop and Shine, um, but now that's been taken over. As has Polish Bish by Clean Your Car. We had perfectly cleaned, but he sold off, and that kind of disappeared. 
Um, we've got the likes of county detailing supplies, IO detail, that sort of thing as well. Um, but in terms of exclusive, Ultimate Finish, having that direct exclusive access. Because with- so, they've also got Kamikaze, they've yeah. got... Uh, big boy big boy and it's amazing if you look and I think I've mentioned this before but if you look at the company's house is that people who own uh, Ultimate Finish own a lot of the brands that you see in there you know you don't realise that you think it's independent clean your car do the same sort of thing mm-hmm. um, so there is this this tighter bond and it's almost up to a manufacturer when they're coming to the UK to say right who are we going to get in bed with you know are we going to get in bed with um, clean your car Ultimate Finish or the rest of it yep. um, and Ultimate Finish we think is still the biggest or do you think it's second biggest I think it's second biggest now to, 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 to clean your car yeah, largest. Um, and and bear in mind, we say biggest big is a is a relative to term. Yeah, it depends on metric you measure it on. Yeah, because yeah. compared to Halfords, they're all titchy woo. Yeah. Um, but then um, compared to a lot of smaller shops, which are just kind of little walk in local auto factors who kind of specialise in car care, you know, they're they're bigger than that. Um, and Clean Shiny has had a massive expansion recently. Actually, he's got new units. Yeah, he's got seven units. Exciting times. Um, but really, it's just talking about this connection between them and, and what made you, I, I mean, was it your decision or was I guessing it was a, it was a company decision to work with Ultimate Finish? Yeah, it was, it was sort of a, a decision from both, from, from Nanolex and Ultimate Finish. Um, Ultimate Finish have stocked our products for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that they've always been happy with. And I think obviously that they've, they've seen the, the issues through, let's say, Brexit and COVID and things like that. Um, and it was... When I was over here in the summer, we had a, a meeting, and it was it was then sort of talked about and discussed uh, as a to become a the importer distributor for for us. And since then, it's obviously grown, and they've they've got their first order should be landing with them hopefully today or tomorrow. Okay. Um, so so I'm guessing is that that sort of container load size? That's, order? Yeah, that's a yeah. Um, I mean, they've they've spoken nicely to their warehouse guys and said uh, there will be. <laughs> A bit of product the, coming. The, the, the um, track in Hermes delivery yeah. coming yeah. in the back of the Vauxhall Astra. Yeah, um, it will be a bit more than it normally is. Um, yeah, um, but we've had a, a good good start with them. Um, I've had a lot of inquiries already mm-hmm. about where, again, because I get a lot of inquiries coming to me for, for products and, and where then it's a straightforward go and see them. Um, uh, and this is it, from a reseller point of view? From a reseller point reseller of view, point yeah, of view. From, from end user customers and things like that that have, um, want to, let's say, for example, for final finish, that they want a five litre container or something like that. Mm-hmm. Then I know that I can just say, yeah, pop it, it's over it from- pop straight in on the online. If it's not in stock, it will be there in two or three days. Yeah, no, that's very so, cool. Well, of course, in uh, a fairly recent mega test on glazes and all-in-ones, uh, the Nanolex one, prote- one polish and, one polish and protect one yep. polish and protect did really well, mm-hmm. as in won it. Yeah, but it it not only won it kind of statistically, if you know what I mean. It was a a, a, a runaway favourite. Yep, and um, even I used. To, I mean, how we I, I did the Renault Five that we've still got. If you want a Renault Five, it's available. Good price. Um, and um, that was just with a forced rotation yep. going around that and it was lovely to use and yep. it just did the job have you i mean now that as a mega test winner in the uk that's it's kind of a big deal if we say so ourselves i mean i remember we had uh koch fse one uh, even it, it actually won just part of a mega test on quick detailers back in issue three and i was talking to a couple of resellers and they said yeah just sold out we did they yep. couldn't get any for ages so yeah cheers yep. for the no, heads we, up. we have seen a, an increase so yeah, it does. Um, it does have yeah. an impact on it, and I'm hoping that that will sort of get people trying other bits of the range, and yep. you know, building in that way. That's that'd be that'd be nice to see because we've got 
um, a lot of mega tests coming up. We've got the this one we're doing tire and tire dressing, mm-hmm. uh, which we don't have an analytics contender for. I'm afraid in in there because it's all voted, yep. you know, yep. by the numbers. But yep. hopefully, in two or three years, if we're rerunning the test, there'll be more numbers voting. This is for it, it. Hopefully. hopefully, yeah, that's the plan. I was going to say it's a shame because on the uh, in the issue where um, where the analytics won, it was also the issue that they were launching the. Uh, the the online shop, as in the, yes, the, yes. the direct yep. sales, yep. and then Brexit COVID happened. Brexit, D- yep. DHL happened, and yep. you can actually send anything. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That was it. So like, that was uh, a, a great uh, idea. But it, yeah. what, yes. what is the state in? of play on that? Because even now, if you buy an issue twelve, mm-hmm. you get a flyer in there because it's all vac sealed together with yep. an analytics flyer with a discount code on for an analytics shop. Does that still work? That I would have to confirm with the yeah with the that. office back in Germany. Yeah. Um, I'm I mean, sure we can probably sort of yeah we'll, find some some solution some we'll reinvigorate that yeah. and then and then make an announcement because it's dead handy because it's, it's a chunky amount off as well I think I think it's like twenty percent something like that so yeah yeah we we'll see I'll, I'll have a chat with them and see what um, see what we can do see what we can do yeah yeah and that'd be fun well we've got all sorts of exciting plans uh, moving forward as, as kind of magazine and website and stuff like that so we'll uh, without giving anything away it's something that we'll be looking into um, so new products you have got a new coating out. We've, are- we've got a new coating that we are testing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be more durable um, and also easier. I say easier to apply and easier to buff off. So um, just to give this a, a, a bit of a kind of surrounding, you've got the SI3D range and you've got various bits and bobs uh, on top yep. of that, like the SI3D Max, for example, yep. which is a pro-only product. No, Max, Max, everyone can use a HD as a pro, pro-only product. Um, sort of, there's always been a bit of confusion between the HD being approved detail on the Max, being a, an end-user customer product. Um, but HD is always a, a tighter layer and more scratch-resistant and more durable layer yeah. than Max. Both of them hold 50,000 kilometres, but HD is a slightly longer lasting yeah and then for, so the max is slightly easier the to max apply is easier to apply yeah it's a, it's a trade-off you will have to make and so this exactly. new coating that's coming where does that sit in the hierarchy it's still si3d branded, it's still si3d based and branded and it's got a few added components to it um with the potential sort of um I'm thinking of the English German words now to potential i'm still trying to work out what 50,000 kilometers is in miles 30,000 yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you said that so firmly. Thirty thousand. You, you get to know these things as you're driving. What what fifty kilometers? Yeah. So, um, but no, this this new one that we're looking at is also going to hold sort of the, the fifty thousand kilometers or thirty thousand miles. Mm-hmm. Um, but is it? It's extremely scratch resistant. We put it through our our test machine. Yeah, and it, it's run test after test after test and didn't show any signs of what, what is your test machine? Yeah, we've been looking at oscillating oh. platforms recently. Yeah, it's it's a uh, You've got Ian excited now. He's wobbling. It's a, it's, it's a machine. You've got three, I think it's three <laughs> test areas and you put a, a metal piece of piece of metal in With coated, yeah. whatever product you're testing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got a weighted sort of slider. Oh, so that is goes it like over. a Martindale machine like they use for the, uh, the load testing? That I don't know. So, so, so it's, a, it's, a, it's, a bum, it's a bum rubber. Effect. Yeah, so I mean, this, this, this goes this backwards and forwards. forwards. Yeah, okay. Um, and those not watching it. the video, they're rubbing the table now. <laughs> <laughs> you can put a, a specific weight on it um, and you can then use, we tend to use like a pre-wash concentrate of one to 10 mm-hmm. that will then rub over the top of it. You know what I think? 
Um, well, a, bit, a, bit, a bit of advice I'd have for Nanalexis. This machine that they've got, I think it sounds very old and redundant. I think if they want to get a new one and then just give us the old one, that would be that would be really handy. <laughs> yeah. We, we, That'd be we, good. We're part of the we recycling thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Sort of we're, we're legit we. Um, Florian, you know my address. Um, so. I, I, I used to do bowling on that. <laughs> Great. <laughs> So that's cool. So, I mean, that yeah, actual so testing, real-world testing. Yeah, that's real-world testing. And it's it's also then that um, before the test starts, the contact angle is measured yep. on another machine. And then after 10,000... It's retested. It's retested, so, yeah. a, a contact angle, 50,000, et cetera. So it goes through a... a um, um, yeah, a process. Does, does it have like a, a weathering element to it, like UV? It doesn't have UV, but we tend to... Obviously, the, the pre-wash concentrate or whatever we're using on it is normally... Yeah, fairly fairly strong. If you yeah. think you normally you're not going to wash a pre-wash and use a sponge or whatever on top of it with a certain amount of weight. Um, I'm, I'm just always quite I'm, I'm quite skeptical of all the um, uh, the weathering machines that use just basic UV light as their their test bed because it misses out quite a lot of the the rest of what the sun does in terms of actual radiation and yeah. heat and everything yeah. at the same well, time. You've so got UVA and UVB anyway. Yeah, you know. See. And see, there's a yeah, sees the same as UVA and UVB, but you can use it the other way up as well. It's really useful like that. <laughs> that, that, was never, a, that was a cable joke for yeah, people I, listening in black and white. <laughs> I never know when you're trying to make a joke because it's never funny. Um, but the, um, he says, chuckling away like a schoolgirl. Yeah, that's, that's just the third Red Bull. Um, so I've done all this testing, but but is this going to replace SI3D or is this a new additional? It's, it's something we, we're still in the process of looking. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking at whether we can actually put the new raw materials in every other coating. So it might just mm-hmm. be a, an updated. Yeah. Just of what using the latest tech basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, it might be that it comes out as a completely new coating. So that's still, it is still in sort of production. In debate. So you haven't even decided to be pro or amateur yet. No, no. And it's something we've, we've obviously applied on a few of our cars at work, our, mm-hmm. our sort of company cars. To Does test Florence it still have a 340i? He doesn't know. What does he drive now? An X5. An X5? That's yeah. a big car. He's not a very large person. That an X5, X5 yeah. plug-in hybrid. That's generally oh, oh, my God. I didn't know things. Jeez. But it's, a pe- it's a big old petrol engine, isn't it? Is it? Are you sure? Because quite often they have little two-litre turbos. No, no, this is a... This is a honky... It's a big old yeah. petrol engine in it still, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, God, I was worried for him then. But no, yeah. as long as he's got big petrol, that's all right. It's got one of, one of the best bits. is the, the heated and cooling co- coffee cup holders. No. Really? Yeah. yeah, it keep your coffee warm, or if you've got a can of Coke, it will keep it cold. <laughs> Very clever. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, that, yeah. Okay. Well, the jealousy rolling now. Fair enough. Um, so, what I would like to do is just hit you with ten quickfire questions. Yep. Uh, which has become a customary thing, and we almost always write all the questions down, forget where we've written them down, and then re-guess them. But these are fairly legitimate. Um, so, what is your current car? Current car is a loaned Peugeot five thousand and eight. Mm-hmm. Which will be replaced by a... A Cupra Leon uh, estate. That's more like it. Yeah. Which one, if it's a Cupra, has it got the EA 888 2-litre turbo? It's unfortunately due to company car policies and things like that. It's <laughs> going to be a plug-in hybrid, so 250 horsepower. And It'll you can't be, drive but, it on a Sunday. Yeah. yeah. No, it's electric, so it'll be all right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, because of the company car rules, you get a, a much better uh, tax rebate. Yeah. For, for well, I mean, that's why everybody was driving Mitsubishi Outlanders here, Fevs, for a long time. It's not because they like the car, but because it's it's cheap. Yeah. they were awful. They were terrible yeah. cars. That said, though, I, I, I'm getting on that check. 
talk, we haven't talked about that, but I'm getting an electric car. Mm. I know it's it's. I'm having second. Thoughts, at least, at least but, you're getting a really cool and hip brand. Uh, well, that's a negative. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, so f- you've kind of answered this. So avid listeners, you can answer this question first uh, if it was interactive, which it ain't. So um, first car you ever detailed? First car I ever detailed was probably my own. Not the MG uh, Metro. No, it wasn't the MG the Metro. Not not with a not with a proper not with a not a detail. No, no. And that, <laughs> that was probably something that also I think it was probably got as a proton proton. Please say Satira GTI. Yeah, I love those. that's it. That's it. One of them. <gasps> With the square exhaust pipes. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. That yep. was a car on Colin McRae Rally 2 I used to drive a lot. Yep. I've, I've was... only ever seen those with like 15-inch subs in the back. Uh, did yours have I, a 15-inch in the back? I did, yeah. <laughs> 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 I've never owned a 15-inch. I had two 12s, which I was quite proud of at one point. Um, what is your dream car? Money, dream no object. It's got to be um, Porsche 911. Um Yes. Surely, if you're a Porsche 911 fan, you can a tell us generation, model, everything, and then we can have another argument about 964 versus 993. Yeah, this is this would go back to it. I would listen to the podcast a couple of weeks ago, and yeah. I'd have to say it would be sort of bad boys, which is the 964, 964 which that, we now yeah. know. Which that I would be sort of my like you were wrong, <laughs> even though I wasn't. That's, that's, you sort of sit there and you look at the film and you think, yeah, that's it. That's no. My problem was I wasn't wrong on the car. I was just wrong on when Bad Boys was released. Which well, it was a consequential error that you were wrong on the car. Well, once you get once you get any any um, further back than sort of 2010, my brain's fuzzy at best. I see. My mine gains resolution in the 70s, and it just gets better right back until about 1066. Um, so, uh, dream car is a 964 Porsche yep. of some description. Yep. Preferably not black because it's yeah. Because polishing things like that. Oh, I see. I'd no, like but it has the, to be yellow. It has to be the FS. Well, it has like, to be the RS. I'd like to say that it's got to be that's easy to easy to maintain. Easy so. to maintain. Yep. No, that's cool. <laughs> uh, how many bouquets? You're looking at me like I just asked you a weird personal question. Yes. Buckets. How many buckets uh, do you do with a car? Ten to, it'll be three. three. Ten to three? Ten no, to three. I tend to use three. <laughs> However, um, if I go through the my pre-wash stage with an Analex products, then mm-hmm. on my own personal car, I just use one for the bodywork and one for the wheels. Okay. Do you use the spray-on shampoo method? With the snow foam lines? Um, is, the I, I tend to find sort of the, the pre-wash stage or... That's, that's that quite a popular through. method over in, over in the constant. Isn't yeah, it's, it? it's pre-wash goes on, and then when I come to do the shampoo, there's there's pretty much nothing left on it. So, um, but yeah. in terms of how you apply your shampoo, do you apply it with the mitt from your bucket, or do you spray it on with a lance? Depends on the weather. Okay. Yeah. If it's if it's um, if yeah. it's warm, obviously I've got the the benefit of being able to wash inside. Yes. Um, but it still gets hot. So in the summer, I will apply pure shampoo through a foam lance because if pure, pure shampoo dries on the car, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It will be, you can you can wash it off straight away anyway. So if it's hot in the summer, I'll spray, spray it on. In the winter, I tend to use it in a bucket, foamed up a little bit. And yeah. Just by spraying it on the winter, you, you run the risk of it turning to ice on the car and then it's... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, outside again. Inside, I've not got that problem. So <laughs> it keeps repeating. I've got the inside wash bay. I'm very jealous. Um, so I, I, the next question is funny. We had PJ from Dodo Juice not that long ago, and he's obviously a wax man, and so we asked ceramical wax, and then he spent about ten minutes umming and erring over it. So my question to you is ceramical wax, and I'm pretty sure I ceramic. Know. Yeah, yeah, of course you're going to say. That. I would have used ceramic before in, in the UK, um, but you do googling things, don't you? And you googling and think, mm-hmm. and you see all these bits and pieces. Oh, it's hard to get out if you mess it up. So in the UK, I always use wax. Okay, but 
now that I've used it for the last two years. You're also years. waiting an hour for car wash at time, so you, yeah. you want to try and space that out <laughs> yeah. as much as possible. <laughs> so, no, I, it's definitely ceramic. It's so much easier. Yeah, well, I see what you mean. Yeah, long term. Absolutely. Uh, and no, okay, so this there's no wrong answer to this question. Ferrari or Porsche? Porsche. Kind of answered that already. Uh, there is a wrong answer to this one. Subaru or Mitsubishi? Subaru. Good man. Uh, checking the post. Flex or Rupes? Interesting. Both, depending on the paint. At the same time. One on each hand. <laughs> I quite, I quite In hot pants. I quite often have... Um, you have to go too far. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I quite often have the Flex... With, um, let's say, ultra cut and an ultra pad on it for the cutting, and I'll have the Rupes direct with a medium pad. So is this a little flex for rotary? or yep. Yeah, so flex for rotary, Rupes for... Yep. Oh, that's German a nice diplomatic way. answer. It is very diplomatic. I thought you were going to go with flexi because obviously they're German and you've... No, I, 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 we've got the advantage I could also use first tool or whatever. It's um, true. Um, well, you say that, but are they even making detailing tools anymore? We've still got some. Okay, yeah. So, but no, my, my two two preferred are Flex for routine and oh. Dual Action for... And there is a history of cooperation with Germany and Italy as well, so... Yes. Yes, there is. <laughs> um, are we talking... Which one are we talking? <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, I changed that button, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Were you going for your mating... I was going out? for tumbleweed. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, well, well there are, of course, we know various connections between the two, but which we don't we don't go on, so... so yeah, no, it's fine. Um, dream detail. What would be your dream car to detail? doesn't even have to be a good car. It could be a Ferrari. Yeah, see, I wouldn't choose a Ferrari. No, just, I wouldn't just, either. It'd be wouldn't terrifying. Go I'd actually probably, if I could, I'd go back to my first car because it was something that I never yeah. never properly detailed with a polishing machine and mm-hmm. to actually to see what... So you want to polish so, a proton. That, that, the thing is, that's like meeting your heroes. You never want to You want to go back. Yeah, I, I, I have fond memories of owning a, a, a 1.4 RT Clio. I, wouldn't want to drive it again, though. No, I, the, the first car I owned, with, I shared it with my father, was a, a Mitsubishi Colt. Oh, 1989 yeah. Yeah, Mitsubishi cool. Colt 1.5 in turquoise. Mm. Um, and I think that, if it was polished they up They had that properly, same sort of shape as the, the sort of the EK9 type shape, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. 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 Um, that sort of, I think, polished up would have actually looked... Looked good. Looked quite good. I mean, I put some 15-inch wheels abs- on it. It's probably worth an absolute fortune now. Yeah, put 15-inch <laughs> wheels on it. I didn't need to lower it because the springs had tagged so much that it was <laughs> perfectly fine. So. <laughs> I know the feeling. I know the feeling. Uh, so the final question for you, sir, is uh, Sunday Drive or Sunday Detail? It's got to be a Sunday Drive. Yeah. Everybody, uh, who has, Are there anybody who hasn't gone for a Sunday Drive? I think it's going to be the sign of a proper detailing geek if they say, no, I'd like to take my, my Sunday. Of course, you are not allowed to do a Sunday detail. It would potentially no. be a Sunday ride. I'd take, take the motorbike yeah. out instead. Oh, you're a motorcyclist? Yeah. Ah, okay. Well, uh, without further ado, when you say goodbye, um, thank you very much for coming. Um, we are, uh, you've bought a lovely box of products, which we will be taking photos and playing with. And yep. Ian's already tasted them, which is weird because that's my job. Um, and uh, we'll be writing about them, obviously, in the magazine. Uh, I'm just trying to work out, is there anything else that you would like to say? New Pro Range as well, what we were saying as well. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We've got the new Pro Range, which is due out in... November. Um, and will that be hitting shelves in Ultimate Finish in November? That would probably be, let's say, maybe six weeks later, because um, okay. it's not in the in their first order. Because um, the, the, the ranges the increased ranges, massively. As yeah, the range has gone from three professional ranges or three professional products to around about 10 or 11. And the professional products, they can be bought by anybody or they can... That's something we're still in the, in the process of clarifying. Um, it might just be for professionals only um, because they are a lot... 
stronger product. Yeah. Um, as, a, in, as in um, approved or just generally prefer- that, for again, professional it's, use it's, only on the bottle. Yeah, so it's still, still sort of a, a, a case of to... To, to fine fine tune, um, it's a tricky one. I mean, it makes sense to say professional use only, but to any professional. But the problem yeah. with that is, how the hell do you tell the difference? With the world now is so grey. This is it, and the, you've got you've got sometimes a let's say a, a hobby detailist that actually works to a higher standard than some yeah. professionals. So um, it's more on the case that the, the, hopefully the professionals want to understand that the products are a lot stronger, and you don't need to. We know we know how a lot of people work. They look and look at the dilution ratio and think. Well, I just tip a bit more in. Yeah. With these products, if you tip more in, you you are likely to etch the paintwork or things like that. So it's a case of yeah. follow the. Well, we've had first-hand experience of all that. The recommended <laughs> guidelines. So, it was a professional. Um, so uh, yeah, lots of it. Basically, in 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 summary, lots of really exciting new yeah. things coming. Uh, the from other that. thing would be a new version of SI Splash. Ooh. Yes, um, you that's that. coming out. Um, the old version, you obviously had to shake um, mm-hmm. to to because it's separated. And your your, your cutty cut as well. Yep, and the ultra cut. Yeah, ultra cut. So, yeah. What did so you, you call it? Did you call it chewy, chewy cut, cut? No, the cutty cuts. The cutty I mean, you can, cut. ultra cut. You watch next, next, next product release. Yeah, well, we do it. It's like with the, with the, with the, um, with the flex pixie, the little thing. We yeah. we were among the first to get our hands on it, and we called it the pixie. And since then, everybody's called it pixie. There was a color lock John, which they haven't. But technically adopted, adopted it, <laughs> no, which was their colour meter. Um, there was another one that we were responsible for screwing them over and upsetting their marketing department, and I can't remember who it was. Uh, they all blend together after a while. <laughs> but no, yep. the, the, the new, new, uh, the new, cutty cut. new cutty cuts. Yep, the ultra, uh, ultra cut and the new pads. So, yep, thousand grit. It were removed. So nice. And is that diminishing or is that yep. a smack? Diminishing, diminishing. Yep. So that we should have a we should have a whole podcast on smacks and darts. That'd be fun. Um, but not today. Uh, today, it just leaves me to say thank you very much, Josh, for coming over. It's, yep, thank it's you. Very much appreciated. All the way to Germany to talk to us uh, through Somerset and Teesside and all the rest of it. Yeah. Here we go. Um, and uh, we look forward to doing another podcast in the future. And uh, do uh, keep an eye for issue 14 coming out around Christmas 2021. Uh, and we'll have lots of bits and bobs in there for you to read and enjoy. It's goodbye from me. Bye for me. And for me as well. Thank you very much. See you in a Thank you.